0: somewhere around and I
1: kept <laughs> yeah. listening and then it dawned on me it was the sweet oh the swing.
2: The <laughs> Bye. Eat. Thank you. Welcome to episode 82 of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. I'm Chris Jensen, a grad student and bookseller at The Bookshelf.
1: And I'm Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia.
2: Today we talk to Deborah Smith, the Founder, I believe, of the Taste of Thomasville Food Tour.
1: Um, super fun because Deborah is a fan of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun to finally get her on the podcast. Right.
2: Um, and we have her food tour in the store most Fridays and just about every Saturday. And it's a delight. We like having them here, having her around. And it was great to get a chance to finally talk to her about what this is and why she does it.
1: Yeah, so now you guys get to hear kind of some of the stuff that we hear about every week. You get to hear about the founding of the Taste of Thomasville Food Tour, why a food tour in our tiny little southern town, um, and all about the good food that you're missing out on if you don't live in Thomasville.
2: <laughs> so I hope you enjoy and I hope you will come and try our food.
0: Come in.
1: Uh, yeah. a, ch- <laughs> a chalkboard. <laughs> a chalkboard. <laughs> you know you're at the you're right end in the middle here. Oh, okay. We're all gonna get cozy on the couch. Okay.
2: It's all gonna be great.
1: Okay. How are you? I'm fine. Good. Welcome to my house. Thank you. What a cute house. Oh, thanks. Um, this is so fun. I'm gonna plug in this so my computer doesn't die. Okay. Um.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> so we we just, just dive right in, and go. then we well, and then we go back in. We and We it. We okay, Thanks. okay. So that way, um, right from the beginning. Good. We start but talking. we
2: found that people are just less. less... I <laughs>
1: just love the podcast because it's <laughs> right. you
0: can tell that it, people are just very relaxed and yeah. yeah. carrying on the conversation. That's
1: all and, and we and found it's... that
2: when we just record from the moment people walk in the door, oh, it just pause. That was weird. Um, that people are more comfortable that way. Yeah. it's not like, okay, we're starting now.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, people seem to be a little more... I mean, even us, I feel like once the mic's on, we feel like, uh-oh. Well, I was like, wondering if I was at the right house because I had the right number. But when I looked on the,
0: the front porch, and of course I saw the swing, uh-huh. and then when I saw the same... That
1: was from a book. I knew (laughs) I was in the right place. I have had a lot of podcasters come in and they're like, oh, this looks like the bookshelf. Yeah. (laughs) I can definitely see it being part of the bookshelf. Yes. (laughs) Just move it down here. That's That's right.
2: Bookshelf Annex.
1: (laughs) Um, So, Deborah, we are going to talk about Taste of Thomasville. Okay. Um, We've got some questions we want to ask about that. And then, of course, we'll lead into the questions that we kind of ask every podcast uh, guest. So... I guess, first of all, I mean, Chris and I sometimes hear the story of Taste of Thomasville pretty frequently because you're in our store, um, but our listeners probably have not. So can you tell us...
2: This first, like, what Taste of Thomasville is? Yeah,
1: what is it? Well, it is a
0: culinary-slash-historical tour of downtown Thomasville, mm-hmm. and um, food tours are really starting to pop up all over the country, uh, matter of fact, next weekend next friday i'm doing one in baton rouge oh and fun. so great. Um, it's fun to go to new towns and see if they have a food tour and of course i try to do as many of them as i can now but um it's a great way to experience thomasville we go around to during the daytime we have six stops some of them are what we call heavy stops and some are light where you get where you get a lot of food and then you get a sample of food mm-hmm. and um then in between the stops we learn the history of Thomasville, what makes Thomasville such a unique town. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, how did you come up with the idea to do a food tour in Thomasville? Well I taught here for 30 years, matter of fact I taught right
0: there up at Scott Elementary School for, for, yep, for 20 of those 30 years <laughs> Wow! and so um, I'm from Cairo but I uh, taught here like I said 30 years of my teaching career Wow so um, Thomas Philly has always been like my second home yeah. and I um, got to retire in 2011 and my husband and I in October of 2011 we went to Charleston mm-hmm. we did five tours of Charleston and one of them was a food tour mm-hmm. and of all the tours we did in Charleston it was by far our favorite hmm. and so um, I retired in December, halfway through the year, and everybody said, take a year off, don't make any major decisions, don't do anything, (laughs) you know, relax. Well, I had cleaned out every drawer, every closet, everything, and I was bored. I got to retire at 51, and I thought, I can't sit around and do absolutely nothing (laughs) for the rest of my life, you know? And so, I call it a God moment. It popped in my head. Why can't Thomasville... Work, have mm-hmm. a food tour. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so researching how to do food tours, there was a school in Chicago mm-hmm. that kept popping up. And so I finally called uh, Food Tour Pros, and I talked to the guy that owns it, and his name is Shane, and I said, I'm thinking about doing a food tour in a small little town just north of Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would work? He said, well, does Thomasville have history? And I said, it does. Uh-huh. Does it have culture? It does. Mm-hmm. Does it have architect? It does. Does it have good food? And I said, oh, it does. <laughs> he said, it won't. It do, it will work. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he said, there's no reason why it won't work. So I asked um, my good friend Debbie Godby here, and she and I flew to Chicago when we went to school for two and a half days, intensive school <laughs> for two and a half days, and learned how to put a food tour together. Came back, followed Shane's
1: plan, and... For three and a half years later? Here you are. Here, you Here are. we are. So I want to know, I'm dying to know what uh, two and a half intensive days of oh food my tour gosh. training. Oh my What do they teach you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> we
0: would leave every night just boggled with our head. Uh-huh. Shane actually had a workbook and a notebook. <laughs> okay. And we went through every little step from picking out our favorite restaurants, uh, Learning how to make that walking route so right. that it wasn't right. yeah. so far too you know too far or too close. Um, also, learning how to advertise. I'm a teacher. I never had to advertise anything right. in my entire life. Yeah. You know, learning to come up with a logo, doing. I mean, everything oh, right. that's involved with a business that I have never. Had to do. Being yeah. a teacher, those weren't things I had to do. Right. So I was definitely stepping out of my
1: comfort yeah. zone. That's pretty impressive. I, I kind of love the idea, though. I wish well, there was, like, a bookstore school. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I feel like, this was not what I went to school for. <laughs>
0: yeah, and this was not on, believe it or not, people thought that this was, a, this was not on my radar. This yeah. was not on my list of things to do Yeah, when I retired, right. you know. That's pretty and fun. so... It's been, but it's been so much fun.
1: So tell me how you kind of, Thomasville, I feel like is known for, at least when you, I grew up in Tallahassee, like you always heard about Thomasville and their food. Um, Of course, uh, so many people are familiar with Mm Jonah's, but how did you choose kind of which restaurants to put on the tour and that kind of thing? Well, when we went to Chicago, Shane set
0: us down and he says, what are your favorite restaurants in Thomasville? Mm -hmm. And so I knew what my favorite restaurants were, you Mm -hmm. know, and of course, um, I Debbie and I kind of argued about one of them, and now it's one of her favorites. And it was Moonspin, and mm-hmm. we kind of argued about that one. And I said, I promise you, you will like it. It is not the typical pizza place, mm-hmm. and now we both love going to Moonspin. Moonspin's one of no, actually I, probably
1: my my husband and I. It's our favorite. Place well, to and that.
0: usually at the end of the tour, I, well, you probably heard. You know, mm-hmm. what is your favorite? Yeah. And it's always two restaurants Well, I won't say it's always, but a lot of times. I'd say 75% is two restaurants, yeah. Jonah's and Mem's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's always fun. I kind of love that we're the last stop because I feel like we get to hear the spiel every time and we kind of get to see, oh, how did this tour go? We get like a yeah. nice little glimpse of uh-huh. what it really
0: is. Yeah. Well, uh-huh.
2: What are your normal stops?
0: We go to Jonah's and we have shrimp and grits, of course, mm-hmm. at Jonah's. Then we go to um, Sweetgrass and we have some cheese go to George and Louie's, and we have fried green tomatoes, crab cakes, and Greek salads. Oh, that sounds good. (laughs) And then we go to Moonspin. We have a pizza and breadsticks, marinara sauce, and pesto. And then we go to the Big Oak. We always get our picture taken at the Big Oak, which that's a great thing that everybody loves to do. Mm -hmm. And then we come back into town, and we go to Grassroots and get... Either a cold cup or a hot cup of coffee, and then end with the bookshelf and have our cookie from Marie Taylor. Mm -hmm. And so, and everybody loves the bookshelf.
1: Uh, we love. I really do love being on the last leg like, of the tour. Chris was asking me before we started recording. He said, "Why did they end at the bookshelf?" And I explained, "Well, we used to have Lucy and Leo's mm-hmm. cupcakes inside." And I was so nervous when Lucy and Leah decided to focus on Tallahassee. I thought, "Oh no, we're going to lose this fun tour that we get every Saturday." And I'm so glad it's worked out because I think we offer a nice space for you kind of to talk at the very mm-hmm. end and wrap things up.
0: And people love going into the bookshelf. You know, people see it's such a it's it's not your box store bookshelf yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. bookstore yeah. it's a quaint small little bookstore where everybody loves to talk about what's going on in Thomasville one yeah. book Uh, Mm -hmm. your awards that you've gotten, uh, you know, and that just adds to, adds a little bit more charm to Thomasville, Mm -hmm. I think.
1: I hope so. Oh, I I know know.
0: it does. (laughs)
1: Um, So I want to know, you talk about, this is also a historical tour, and I've heard people on the food tour who say, you know, I expected really good food, but I didn't know I was going to get this really great look at Thomasville history. Mm -hmm. And so you mentioned going to see Shane in Chicago. Did you go through any kind of training, or did you visit our local history museum? How did you compile the history? Oh, wow. Um. Teaching at Tom, uh, teaching in the Thomasville
0: City Schools, I had always talked to or I always heard Tom Hill. He had been in and out of our schools over the years. Who's mm-hmm. kn- Tom? Tom Hill was one of the um, curator uh, curators from the Thomasville Museum. Okay, and he has been there f- or had been there forever. Uh, and every time he would come into the schools and talk about the history of Thomasville, I just loved listening to him. Mm. He didn't know who I was, madam, but <laughs> I knew who he was. Right, right. And so I went into the um, historical museum one day, and lo and behold, he was the one, he was the man there. <laughs> and I said, I'm getting ready to do a historical slash culinary tour of Thomasville, and i um, can you tell me a little bit of the history? And these are our stops, or these are some of the places that we'll be walking by. And so he said, sure. And before I know it, he was talking, and I was writing. And, and I mean, <laughs> I wrote, and I wrote, and I wrote. And then I went home. And while it was still fresh in my mind, I typed, and I typed, and I typed <laughs> to get those stories just right so that I could, so that we have them. Well, one fun story that we have, and it's at... Um, the Mosaic Psychological Center, but it's the Hopkins house. Okay. And I didn't want to put that uh, house on the tour. And Debbie insisted that, we. she said, there is something about that house. And I'm like, that is nothing but a dilapidated old house that's been refurbished. She said, no, there is something about that house. So we went (laughs) back and forth about that for a while. So she proceeded to go to the Historical Society to find out why that house was so intriguing. Well, it is one of our favorite stories on our tour now. (laughs) It's about uh, one of the very first mayors of Thomasville lived there, but he had a daughter named Bessie. Mm -hmm. And Bessie uh, liked to take notes of anything and everything that happened in Thomasville. And she never married. And then, um, so she kept all of these boxes of notebooks and pieces of papers and everything in in, in the house, and her dad was amongst all of this stuff. And basically on his deathbed he told her she was just a waste of a life. Oh my I gosh. know, he was not a nice man. And then she came and then when she died in the early nineteen sixties, the historical society came in and got all of those boxes and that's where we get the history of Thomasville is through that. And because There's
2: this woman who obsessively wrote <laughs> right everything down, down oh, in Thomasville, you know? That.
0: And we almost didn't put that story on the
1: tour. Yeah. But we did and like I said, it's one of our favorite stories on the tour now. Oh that is really fun. What do you find when people take the tour, obviously they love Moonspinner or Jonas as far as restaurants go. But what other favorite kind of historical stops do people have? Uh, they
0: love the story about the big oak and about Miss Keaton okay. and um, how I'm not going to tell you all about it. But um, no, we got to take the tour. We got to take the tour. <laughs> uh, but um, she missed. Out on meeting President uh, uh, Eisenhower okay. and why she missed out. But she still has a little bit of history. She still has a little bit of claim to fame, I always tell everybody. <laughs> okay. um, and then um, they love this uh, Nipper the Dog that's in the window at um, Cocroft's, the old Cocroft's okay. music. They like to hear the story about Miss Colcroft. She's quite an interesting character.
1: Oh, in so fun. I think I need to take the tour. I want to. <laughs> I, I feel like, I. so a couple weeks ago, I went to the Black History Museum for the mm-hmm. first time here in town. And I was just blown away. I, know it. I think I just, you know, I moved to Thomasville and I just immediately became enmeshed in the bookstore. And so I haven't had a lot of time to do these ex- exploratory things that I think I normally do when I mm-hmm. move to a place. And I came home and I told my husband, I was like, we've got to start... Take, I just had no idea Thomasville has so much history, and I you hear bits and pieces of it pieces of it through the store. Like I hear, you know, people will mention President mm-hmm. Eisenhower, or, or, but I feel like Thomasville has so many quirky, fun stories. Oh, it does! Yeah. It does. Uh, when when we were first starting the
0: tours, th- we had few people from Thomasville, but when we do get people from Thomasville and we tell them the stories of their own town, yeah. They're, they're amazed. They're blown away, you know. Um, some people know them. A lot of people don't know them. Yeah. And um, even though most of our people guests aren't from Thomasville, but when we do have those people from Thomasville, they are always like, wow, I had no idea about okay. this. Yeah, they learned this. something too. Yeah, we try to make sure that everybody learns a little bit of something on the tour.
1: So where you have done... Do you know how many tours you've done off the top of your head? Yes,
0: 420.
1: Oh, wow. wow. (laughs) I
0: keep a record... I keep a notebook uh, every week of who came... Not who came on the tour, but how many tours, Mm -hmm. how many people, uh, and then all my little business part of it. But this is for tour... uh, Last weekend was 420, and we have had over 3,400 people.
1: Wow.
2: That's so
0: great. That is
1: unbelievable. Can you tell... Where are people generally from, or where's the farthest person that's come? Oh, well, you one of the farthest is uh, the Antarctica.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh I think that would qualify. <laughs> that's been my favorite one because I can tell people we literally have had somebody from all, all seven, seven continents. continents. And when they look and they were like, now listen to me, I say all seven continents, and they're still looking at me and say, Antarctica. And they're like, wow, this guy was a scientist from Antarctica, and he was actually from New Zealand, and he was, I had a group of ladies from Tifton taking a tour, Uh and then the second tour was filled up, but I was trying to make sure that this one tour was just with these ladies. Well, it was a Saturday tour, and I couldn't make it a private tour, but I, um, the, the daughter calls me, and she says, I have a, um, how's mom, well, she said, how's mom's uh, birthday tour coming on. They had no idea that they were doing this. And I said, uh, so far, it's just those seven ladies. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else that is booked on it. So Tommy and I went out, my husband and I went out to lunch. We came back, we're we came back. And lo and behold, there is this one booking all by itself. And it was a guy, I won't ever forget his name, was Isaac Pio, P-I-O. And he was from Auckland. And I, so I Googled, I thought, <laughs> Auckland's from our. Uh, Australia. Well, it was from New, New Zealand. Zealand yeah. <laughs> and um, so the next morning he walks in, we start We start our tours at the gift shop, and he walks in and he has his little Australian hat on, he has a little Australian shorts on, and he <laughs> opened up his mouth, and I knew right then and there, he was not from South Georgia. And... Um, <laughs> So he ended up being on this tour with these, seven, with these seven ladies who were having a birthday party from Tifton, Georgia. <laughs> I can guarantee you, Isaac Pio, wherever he is in this world, will never forget Tifton, Georgia or Thomasville, Georgia. He, we had the best time with him. Oh, how fun. So, but we literally, most of our guests tend to come from Tallahassee's, our big market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Albany's becoming a big market. But South Florida has really started coming out. I have noticed that too. Woodworks. I mean, people are coming from uh, from um, Orlando and Tampa and and um.
2: In West Palm Beach. West
0: Palm Beach in those areas because we're a day getaway. Yeah, mm, that's a good point. And we can, and you can come up here spend a, uh, spend two days, two or three days up here, and then go back. Mm-hmm. And you get that quaint, small
1: South southern feel to it yeah, without
2: having to go too far
1: without having to go real far right yeah it's really nice because um i I guess i had never thought about that before but if you're coming from south florida charleston is really far away Mm -hmm. savannah's pretty far away Mm -hmm. but thomasville that seems doable to people
0: but i think people are looking for that small quaint yeah atmosphere and that's what we have here to offer is that small quaint atmosphere um, my brother lives in uh, south of New Orleans, and he and his wife wanted to go off somewhere, and he had been here for my daughter's wedding, mm-hmm. and they did a lot of things in Thomasville and just absolutely fell in love with Thomasville. So when he and his wife were trying to get go away for the weekend, they couldn't find that Thomasville atmosphere anywhere yeah. Yeah. and he said we looked everywhere we looked in Mississippi and we looked in Louisiana and in Texas yeah. or in you know East Texas and he says we just couldn't find that yeah. Thomasville feel in any hmm. little town
1: yeah I think Thomasville is really unique I do too um okay so you always ask your tour mm-hmm. what their favorite stop is
2: mm-hmm What's, What's your favorite?
1: favorite Stop! I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> we knew your favorite. I cannot <laughs> say that. Because
0: every, diplomat. <laughs> no, and it's not because of that. It's just because every one of them are so unique, and these people on our tours are so good to us. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, all of them are good to us. You know, yeah. and so it's it's become very much. Everybody says, "Well, why don't you change up your." your restaurants and everything. And I say, this has become such a well-oiled machine that they know what I'm gonna do, I know what they're gonna do. We don't have to uh, second guess each other. For three and a half years, we all know what to do. And those people that come back on the second time enjoy it just as much as they did the first time. So you do have repeat. Mm -hmm. I do have repeats. Well, you
2: also have a day tour and a night tour, right? Right,
0: and the night tour is completely different. The night tour is called Taste of Thomasville After Hours. I love that. it's fun. It is an adult-only tour, uh, so you're not going to have children on it. Uh, But we have, um, we go to Liam's, and Liam's does a cheese board and a glass of wine, and she pairs it. And then we go to Moonspin. Moonspin's the only one that's on both day and night, but it's completely different. Mm -hmm. So we have their Spodiote, which is their homemade sangria, a different pizza. Uh, We try to do Jekyll beer since it's a Georgia-brewed beer. And then we go to Relish, and he always tries to showcase something that's a J.B. Crumb mm. um, product yes. as well as pairing it with wine and get to see his cute uh, little uh, room in the back. Yeah,
1: the Relish really did a wonderful job with that background. Right. Cameron really did he a nice did. job. did,
0: and so uh, it's a great place for people to go in and sit down. And just take the take their feet off, mm-hmm. you know, especially men when they don't want to go shopping. Mm-hmm. And now a lot of men know, hey, that's back there while you go shopping, yeah. I can go back there and watch the football games or just yeah. have a you know have a that's beer or smart. something.
1: Yeah.
0: And then we go to the plaza. He always tries to make sure he features at least one of the dishes that has a has oysters on it Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then I never know he surprises me with all other things (laughs) and then we go to Bacchus and that's where we get our dessert and we get a chocolate fondue with a wine pairing with the fondue that's a nice tour yeah yeah
1: Yeah. have you had a lot of success with the after hours
0: yes once we moved it to Saturday yeah uh we we've been pretty busy since March we have had 16 or we've had 16 tours okay so it's not it's not an every weekend but then I always tell people it's kind of like the icing on the cake right you know Taste of Thomasville is the cake yeah but uh, Taste of Thomasville after hours is the icing on top of it
1: alright Deborah. so we have four questions I knew them.
2: <laughs> well we know that you are an avid listener I love this of book. our podcast oh, like. um, are there other podcasts that you like to listen to
0: yes I love Dave Ramsey Oh, my hands mm-hmm. And I also have gotten hooked, and it's because of somebody on your podcast, um, Cereal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a, I try to get up and go walking every morning, and I love listening to Cereal.
1: Are you still on season one? No, two. You're on season 2 I'm on
0: season two. And you
1: like it just as well.
0: Yes, and it's really given me a whole new—it's on the bird— Bo Bird Dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's given you a whole new perspective You're right. on it. right, it does. Yeah. And, you know, I still haven't got whether I still think he's guilty or not guilty, but yeah. it does make you sit down and think about yeah. it. Yeah. Which is that's, kind of the goal. Yeah. yeah. I that's think what so she wants that's to the best do. part. Mm-hmm. So those are my two favorite. Those are two that I listen to on top of The Front Porch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so what classic have you never read but wish you had? I was thinking about this too yesterday. I think it's "Gone
0: with the Wind." Oh, oh
2: that's a good you know, answer. I don't think
0: we've had that answer. You know before. why I think uh-huh. it "Gone with the Wind"? Thomasville has a lot of history that revolves around "Gone with the Wind." Okay, um, "Gone with the Wind" premiered here in Thomasville. I didn't know that. You didn't know that. Uh, the backers, a lot of the big money backers, were from Thomasville.
1: Well, that's not surprising. And, <laughs> and, and, no. and um, the.
0: Um, The opening scene where it was Twin Oaks was actually, I think it was a replica of um, Greenwood Plantation.
1: Oh, Oh, cool! You know,
0: so Thomasville has a lot of uh, history along with Gone with the Wind, and so I think. I may try to read Gone with the Wind. I have not thought know, about that.
1: we stocked it because it was its 50th anniversary or mm-hmm. something a couple of years ago when I very first started working at the bookshop. And we sold quite a few copies because it was people like you who had not read it before and thought, this has to do with our kind of part mm-hmm. of the world. We a need to read this book. 75th. Maybe it was 75th. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could have been
0: 75th. It probably was, yeah, because uh, I remember going to see Gone with the Wind. It was made in the thir- late 30s. Right. And so I remember going as a child to Albany to go see Gone with the Wind, and it was four hours long. It's so long. My
1: grandmother took me and my other female cousin, Mm -hmm. and we went and saw it when it was re-released in theaters, however many years ago Mm -hmm. that was and she wanted us to all see it together and i was probably a middle school student and i there was like an intermission like there's an were, intermission yeah, yes yeah we got up and like went to the bathroom we got popcorn and i was like this is the weirdest <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a neat memory to it share was with my grandmother when,
2: when movies were more like theater yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and they, they were three that. and 4 hour right. long right. movies the you know, and so you that. Have, i
0: remember some of the cho- you know going and seeing some of the movies that you had a uh, 15 minute intermission yeah. mm-hmm
1: that's a great answer. That's normally that normally is one that people struggle answering. So impressive. That's <laughs> because well, I, I listened to you. You knew what to expect. Okay, now you clearly are a southerner. You've got this great um, tour that you do of southern history. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite part about life in the South?
0: Um, um well, it's definitely not the heat. That's <laughs> not no, no. But no, no, I no. think it's I think it's the friendliness of the people in yeah. the South. Um, we are not snobby people. We are very friendly people. And you know, that's another thing that people see on the tour. People will honk and wave and hello and hug. They'll see me in the middle of the tour and stop and give me a hug or come up and say, you know, we are so glad you're here in town. And you know, so yes, I think it's because we are so friendly. And people that come from the larger cities and especially the northern, larger cities are always blown away at how friendly the people here are. Yeah. Are
1: here in Thomasville, but I also say it's in the south. Yeah, I, because I think it's a lot of different places when we go. Birmingham is a bigger city, um, but and when I went away to school in Montgomery, I remember thinking, "Oh my gosh, are people this nice?" And they are. Like it's just yeah. genuine. And friendly. and I have had
0: people at the end of the tour or during the tour just say. Are people really this night? Do you know everybody in this town? Because people will honk, people will wave, people will stop. That's you know, so in funny. the middle. I've even had one lady, bless her sweet, oh, sweetheart, so she comes up, if she sees us, she goes right in the middle of the tour and just starts talking. And She's done this a couple of times. And her daughter, she's an older lady, her daughter has to pull her away. Mama. she's doing the tour. Now. <laughs> but she busts right in there every single time she sees us at least sure
1: tourists no this is an authentic tour exactly and that's what they like
0: (laughs) they appreciate about it yeah you know that this is not scripted that this is you know some sweet lady that comes in and wants to tell everybody thank you for coming to our town yeah and just and just (laughs) talks to us all
2: and then our last question is what are you reading right now
0: well, it's going to be kind of funny because it is a Southern book. It is uh, Fanny Flagg's, um, I have to get it. it's a long title. The last, the the filling station ladies' last reunion. That's right. That's the did good I get good it job. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have started reading that. I started reading it Monday, and I'll just laugh and laugh and laugh through because you can actually see those old Southern women that have these beliefs in their hearts <laughs> and it's based in Mobile and she has a mother that, her mother actually dug her great grandfather's uh, coffin up and moved it to Mobile so she could, be, <laughs> so she could make sure it had a proper uh, Southern, not burial, but taking care of it in um, a proper Southern way. Oh, and that it's sounds hilarious. Oh, That's so
1: funny. <laughs> Southern literature, I feel like now that I read it, I feel like I'm living it, too.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just so funny because I love Fanny Flagg, but this one just... I mean, from the moment you start reading it, I'm just sitting over there laughing. And my husband's like, what is it? And I'm
1: saying, you just got to... You have you to just read gotta it. You got to read it yourself. It is <laughs> so funny. Okay, so where can people... If they've listened to this episode and now, of course, they are hooked and they want to take a Taste of Thomasville tour, well, how can they do that? They go online to
0: tasteofthomasvillefoodtour.com, and then when you get on to the website, you go to the upper right-hand corner, click on Purchase Tickets, and then you pick the day and time that you want to go and purchase your tickets.
1: Fun and how much are tickets?
0: Uh, the day tour is forty dollars, mm-hmm. and then the night tour is fifty dollars. And if you're a non-drinker, it's forty dollars. Okay. Okay. Because I really try to have someone that's going to be your designated driver. Right. Not yeah. that you're going to get drunk or anything, right. but you but know, I to do be safe. to yeah. be safe. So I do try to offer a discount so that they will bring a designated driver. Yeah. That's a that's great smart. idea. <laughs>
1: Well, Deborah, this has been really fun. This has been fun. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, We had been talking about it for a while, and it's Mm -hmm. fun to finally have you on. (laughs) Finally
2: get you here. Yeah, make it happen. (laughs)
1: Um, You can find full episodes of From the Front Porch on iTunes or on our store website. That's www.bookshelfthomasville.com.
2: And you can follow us behind the scenes on social media on Instagram and on Twitter at Bookshelf t
1: Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week.